Hey guys, and welcome back to today's podcast with one word slash This reminds your favorite podcast, just Austin's and happily, joyfully, this is the last episode of our first season, season one. First season is teenagers and problems. We discuss so much about the problems of any teenagers, be it from friendships to skills to every other societal problems yeah so it has been a wonderful season with you guys from the first episode teenagers and problems the second episode problems affecting teenagers to the third episode 14 essential skills all teenagers to possess fourth to um, finding purpose fifth is intentional development two three basic life hacks balance consistency and hard work sixth which was last week was dealing with pressure and today is what i learned about being intentional is a special special episode yeah so this podcast is as a reason of intentionality yeah it's as a result of intentionality i didn't want to you know do so much because at first when i felt this knowledge and leading in my spirit when i came across the book Isaiah 50 verse 4 that prayer that was at the verge of understanding what God was has called me into I will be sharing my stories about how I didn't understand how I didn't understand how I didn't fully comprehend my identity in Christ and how I kept living in in in, should I say in a degraded state of who I was? Just you know, like you know, the when you are original, when when you have been created in this unique state, but still you act as though you are not unique. That I would also that was okay, and that was also what um, a, a father told me is someone is much like a father figure to me yeah so we were discussing and he read this particular book of the uh, bible to me first peter 2 verse first peter 2 verse 9 he read it and he told me something he said he said you are my daughter but you act as though you are not and i asked why he didn't tell me but he said sorry i didn't ask why I was just laughing but then i read it again and everything he told me were the same thing the lord told me in december 25th 2018 which was the beginning of my my deeper intimacy with him. that was the time i started hearing god clearly he told me that night as at 12:07 a.m that midnight it was like you know christmas eve so i was the awake uh, that was when i started um so what i mean something deep you know you know when deep call on too deep that was when i started something strong with god again remember 25th 2018 so he told me steps like you are set apart he, he took me to the book of romans 1 verse 1 that period i was reading romans he said apostle paul being set apart for the work of the ministry especially like you are set apart for something he said i have called you to be set apart to be different those were what he said and he said you are my own so this man he told me he said go and read first peter 2 verse 9 i read it and i read it to you today he said 
but you are a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation god's own people that you may declare the wonderful works of him who called you out of darkness into the marvel into his marvelous light now i was seen as someone who was called out of my past out of my darkness out of my fears out of my vulnerability out of the things i hated to talk about out of the things i had buried into his marvelous light his light marvelous light here means his purpose for me his beauty for me his transformation his future for me his love for me yeah so that that was the moment i started realizing that i have long stopped walking in god's identity for me if someone could understand the call by which god had called me three years ago how come i wasn't working in it yet so that that was what prompted this this probing i started probing my spirit i started asking the holy spirit to teach me to help me understand this and then led me on to talk about this podcast to talk about this in, in this podcast what i learned about intentionality i learned to be intentional i learned to to allow god's decision for me override my own decision i no longer stepped into what he has called me into by impulse or by spontaneity i didn't step into it by just jumping into it no i i understood his purpose I, I, I made his purpose my purpose. I made his reason my reason. I made his will my will. And then I became intentional about destiny, about purpose. And it was beautiful. And it's becoming beautiful day by day. Now, our anchor scripture here is Ephesians 2 verse 10. I read. I use the amplified version here. It's an amazing version. Let's read together. It says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship recreated in christ jesus born anew that we may do those good works which god predestined planned beforehand for us taking path which he prepared ahead of time and he's taking the roots taking the way taking the road that he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them that is we should walk in his light we should walk in the road that i have called you out of darkness into my marvelous light for me to walk in that light i must follow the the path i must follow the decision i must follow the purpose or the reason that he has prepared for me before time that we should walk in them he said yeah that you will walk that you should step out of that into his marvelous life so you are walking into that is it is a matter of deliberation it is a matter of intentionality it's a matter of of overriding our emotions it's a matter of overriding impulse and align his purpose become our purpose that we should walk in them living the good life that is god has a good life for us we may feel like we are not living to our expectation that is what it, that is what not living by purpose does it makes us live less of ourselves it makes us live bad lives it makes us live a life that seems like it doesn't is not profitable it has no beautiful end that is why you must step into greatness you must step into this life by intentionality what is the intentionality here that is walking 
in them walking into them and he's stepping from darkness into his marvelous life it is intentional he said i have called you he said they are a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy people a holy nation god's people so that you may declare you may declare media is not certain so for you to declare his marvelous works or wonderful works from darkness to light you may stay that is you mo- you may intentionally you must apply intentionality that means you must apply deliberation you must apply a reason to for it you must not apply your emotions or impulse he said and living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live god has already made that made it ready it has made it available that is one thing about the will of god is one thing about the purpose that is one thing about our identity in christ john chapter 15 from verse 1 to 15 he said i in you and you in me that is a summary i want to paraphrase you see you will bear much fruit so my identity in christ is that i bear fruit is that i live a good life that he has predestined so christ in me means that i follow his life he said he said light shineth in darkness and darkness does not comprehend he said for this reason christ became the light of men now that if we have the light we have life he said christ is the light of the world for in him there is no darkness so just imagine christ living in me or in you has given me that light that I may do wonderful works on it and be delivered from my darkness that is being exposed to a, to a to an identity of royalty, to an identity of being chosen, to an identity of holiness, to an identity of being God's people. And for me to step into into that, for me to step into it, said that we should walk in them. Ephesians 2 verse 10. I need to be deliberate about it. I need to be intentional about it. I need to, how do I need to be intentional? By letting go of the things that has made me live less of this vision, of this purpose, of this picture of God for my life. That is what it means to be intentional. To deliberately step into it. Yeah, so this podcast is as a reason of intentionality. When God told me, said, I was reading Isaiah 50 verse 4, that I've given you a wet hot stone. One thing I I saw about my life is that people would come to me and they would ask me for no counsel. They would ask me questions. The way I answer them is like, I give more encouragement to them and it it relieves them of stress. It relieves them of tiredness. And when I saw that in the scripture, I was like, wow, so this thing is in the scripture. So all that I've been doing has been biblical and it has been like, a pointer to purpose and when i saw it i said i asked god said how can i make this happen how can i put this at the platform to reach out to people and told me said start a podcast so it took me over three months before i could do it so it was intentional i had to step into god's plan i had to step into how he wanted to make it happen and this is the podcast this is the medium so i became intentional by downloading the app by starting up something and it has really brought many from darkness to light. It has even helped me in understanding more of who I am in in what expressing myself. I've been able to to what to reach out to more souls other than when I keep it to myself, other than when I write. And I'm going to be looking for platforms. It has helped me to reach out to lots of people, even outside Nigeria. So that is what purpose is. That is what intentionality is. That is what stepping into God's plan for you. But stepping into God's reason, stepping into God's purpose, so that is intentionality. Intentionality is is having 
a reason for something it's not you doing it out of impulse out of spontaneity out of reflex action no you had a thorough thought about it you've stepped into a course you stepped into an action just like you said first law of motion a body will continue to be at rest unless a force is applied into it so you are applying force to a body that can move you are applying you know something to what god's already put it's because he said he has predestined it he said it has been there before time so you must step into it for it to what for it to move for it to be something for it to what amount to something beautiful that is what intentionality is just like the story of the three servants in matthew 25 verse 14 to 30 i like this this story of the bible it speaks a lot about faithfulness about stewardship about purpose it speaks so much about when god gives us something and he expects us to watch over it without when he's not watching at all out of his supervision these three servants the master called them he gave one five thousand talent gave one two thousand talent gave one one thousand the one with five thousand talents knew that his master gave him much because of his capacity now he told himself, he said, I will be intentional. He said, I will ensure that I invest this and produce something big. And he went out. He, he had profit. He invested. He was intentional about it. He said, my master trusts me so much, so I must not fall his hand. So we must intentionally step into God's purpose for our lives. We must intentionally say, I do not want to fall God's hand because he has trusted me so much with this. It's a calling because you would you will feel the nudge, you will feel the spirit, you will feel you will feel this 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 leading in your spirit to do something. So God will trust you to seek His face to understand it, or God will trust you to invest in that calling and make it amount to something beautiful, to make it amount to something profitable, to make it amount to something substantial, to something solid. So God will entrust us with so much. So they entrusted the, the servant to five thousand. That one did something. The one with two thousand also did something. The one with one thousand gave an excuse because instead of him to to look at what others were doing, sometimes we being intentional about our purpose is that we we'll go and ask people questions. People who have been there. Pastor Kisley Okupa said that before he started the television station, he went to ask people who have been there. He said they told him and he said he understood how to start. You may not understand how to start. Probably. If you 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 cannot understand what God is asking you. You can ask people. I know of a friend who came and asked me. Said, Priscilla, I I think I'm having multiple purposes. Like I'm having different callings. I don't know what which one God is calling me to. And I told him something. I said, same thing happened to me this year. God has been calling me to different things. But there is one particular thing which He has asked me to do. And that particular thing is the reason why I have multiple streams of purpose. I have multiple things that i have to do to put together to achieve that one purpose so this one with one thousand talent he could not ask he had bad friends who the one that's what we spoke about pair group last week your friends people you surround yourself with they will determine how intentional you are about your destiny so the people around him told him said when your master comes tell him that he's a bad master that he rips away he does not soak so that was what he told his master when the master came back. The master was needing to supervise them. But the one with 5,000 talent and 2,000 talent, they used their capacity. They invested. They became intentional. They surrounded themselves with good people and they could achieve something beautiful. And this last one, he could not do anything with it. He gave excuses. That is what it means. He lived below 
their picture below their identity be, below below the the person that his master has envisioned him to be the master could have given him even half talent probably 500 coins it could have not be up to a talent with to a thousand could have given him 500 talents but the master said let me even upgrade his identity let, let me help his thinking let let me help him be intentional but still he did not understand it and that's what we're going to be looking at today what cost his 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 what his his lack of profit or investment he was afraid he said he said master i'm afraid that is one thing about most of us teenagers and that was one thing that i, I that I, that i encountered fear i was so fearful about a lot of things I'll be asking what will happen. I use my logic a lot. I use my rationality. I use my emotions. I'll be afraid. How can I do that? How can I do that? A lot of times. But when I came to understand, it was in church. I think the last two weeks when I was in church, prayers was going on. Something happened during my exams. I was angry. I was ah, I was I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to fight somebody. But when I got home, I just told God, I said, Lord, it was hard for me to let it go. It was very hard. Now, when I think about it, when people ask me, I tell them it's funny. But when it happened, I almost cried. I was angry. But when I tell them it's funny because how? How would I allow such thing to be cloud my 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 life becloud god's plan for me that i almost let go of god's plan and settled for for mediocrity almost settled for failure i was angry when it happened but now because i overcame the fear because i intentionally stepped into god's identity of of greatness of a bigger and better picture for myself i look at it now and i laugh it's funny when people ask me i just tell them it's funny yeah so he was afraid fear crept in he could not invest in his future he could not live purpose he could not live out purpose he could not reach out to people he could not invest he could not make profit for his master so god has entrusted a lot of things into our hearts into our care he's asking us to be intentional he's asking us to go out do something even though we do not trust our abilities but he's telling us that he trusts us so much it's funny how people trust us how people believe in us and we cannot even believe in ourselves seriously that was what happened to me this season i met a lot of people who tell me i believe in you they'll tell me i'm proud of you but they don't know that it took me courage to do such and when i see it after when after, after i see their response or feedbacks i'm like wow i'm like so why was i being afraid why was i allowing fear creepy why was i not intentional so that was what happened to this man the master said because you have given excuses other than being intentional about your life he sent him to the what's to the dark parts of the of, 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 he said it's to the dungeon he said where they'll be national and what and tormenting of soul the nation of it and torment of soul that was why i started with first peter 2 verse 9 he said you have called you have been called out of darkness into your into what my into what a marvelous light so if we are not intentional intentional about our life and we are as feared, fearful as that last servant was we'll be sent back to darkness that is what it does because your purpose is a light that guides you in the path that god has prepared for you ahead of time that we should walk in so not understanding it walking in fear walking in mediocrity walking in in the past walking in 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 um in in inferiority complex it takes us back to our past it takes us back to our darknesses it would not we cannot walk in the identity of being chosen of being royal 
of being a priest of being holy of being god's people or even or even declaring god's work on it we will step back into darkness that is what fear does that is what we not working in intentionality can do for our purpose yeah so that is what i gained now i'll move on to the second outline i put here how the past helped me to an inferior identity because god called me with a name or being set apart and this person i spoke about that took me to the scripture first peter 2 verse 9 he told me something that day he said he said you are a choosing daughter he said set apart with royal beauty that was what he said he said set apart with royal. i see today i still go back and i read it i even started the message because i was like so if someone that didn't hear when god spoke to me about my identity could factum or could picture it and tell me this is who you are but you do not behave in this manner then i knew there was something wrong i knew i was still afraid i knew i have not fully stepped into what god has called me to step into and from that day i made a decision i said lord i will start working in this identity after i said that i intentionally made decisions i i intentionally worked on myself i said i will start working in this i said wow so like this all i i was shocked i didn't i was just laughing I was like, ha. Huh. Like, how did someone, how did a stranger, like, I didn't discuss it with, with anybody. It was just me and God. How did he know it after three years? And I said, I have not fully worked in it. I, I started pre-pointing how my past has held me back, how rejection from friends, from people, how a lot of things that happened before had stopped me, had, had kept me in the prison of, of what? Of not stepping into what God wanted me to step into. Because I was like, ha, this is what happened in my past though. Hey, people did not like me. People rejected me. I did not have friends. Ah, I did not have a community that I could build my future with. I did not have a community that I, that I, could, I could be myself. There were a lot of times where... I would be left to what to to isolate myself. A lot of things like I would not have a voice. Like you say something like I, so many things were creeping into my mind. I could not live fully to what God had called me to be set apart or being royalty. When he said it, I said, "Wow!" He said, "He said, he said, this is who you are." He said, "But sometimes you behave as though you are not." And then I knew it was God that was speaking, and I told God I, that day. I said, "Lord, have mercy." And that was my exams period. So each time I go to school. Or each time I'm coming back, I reflect on those words. I reflect on First Peter 2 verse 9. And I discover that I have to step into it. And from there, I started coming out of my path. I started coming out of my shadows. I started coming out of my shades. Before, I was this shy person. Ah, Even when I'm talking to you like on the phone or probably chat, I will still be shy. But then when I started working in this scripture, when I started recounting all that God told me, I deliberately stepped into his presence. I went to church that day. The prayers, during, during the opening prayer, it was prayer session. The person that was leading the prayer, he made some statements. That day, that was when something happened in my school, during my exams, that I told that, that now I tell people that it's funny, but that day it was, it was, it was, ah, it was painful for me. But I went to church that Sunday. The pastor was praying. He led some prayer points. And after the close during i think after the close after they just shared the grace the lord brought this i, I just felt his spirit i just felt this hand entered me i just felt a touch in me and i heard start walking in the authority and identity of christ in you 
from this week or from henceforth. And after that, a song dropped in my spirit. Said the song was, "Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your word is settled in heaven; it is settled." That was the song. Those two things happened to me after that service because someone reminded me of my identity. Because someone had reminded me of purpose. Someone reminded me that I was caused to be more. Because someone reminded me that. This is not who I am. That I'm not a mediocre. That I'm not. I'm not an inferior person. That I'm not t- supposed to 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 heed to the voice of my past. I was supposed to heed to the voice of low self-esteem, because someone reminded me. And when when that when that voice came, when the Lord spoke to me about it, that Sunday, I stepped out of the church bold. And from that day to day, I can't remember me being shy. Like it just it just left on its own accord because. The Lord told me, I said, Lord, I will intentionally walk in it. I, I intentionally reflected, meditated on the scriptures and meditated on what call, God called me into. And that has been, that has delivered me from my fears from, of the past. That delivered me from, from me shy. That delivered me from so many mediocre things that I can now boldly tell you no. Before I, I cannot say no. I cannot boldly tell you this is what i want for my destiny is not what i want i can boldly tell satan i can boldly step into territories and take what belongs to me that was what happened to me in this season some of you it is hard to assess god some of you is hard to step into you have made plans you are seeing glorious destiny you are you don't know you are seeing it you have been dreaming about it. you are thinking about it but stepping into it is hard it's difficult because you don't know how one thing you should note is Reflect on what God spoke to you about. Reflect on the name in which he has called you. Meditate on that higher calling. That thing that he told you that keeps you going when nobody knows. In your deepest time, when you are crying, that word he tells you. Hold on to it. Start walking in it. Ask God, reveal your identity for my life. I want to walk in your own identity for me. For me, not my own identity. No, your own for me. Deliberately walk into it. Deliberately meditate on it, deliberately exercise that dominion, deliberately exercise that identity. You will see that you will get delivered from your past. You see that you get delivered from those things that have held you back from fulfilling purpose or from being who God has envisioned you to be. Yeah. Now, secondly, how fear almost held me back. Bible said that He has given us a spirit of boldness, some men of power, and not of fear. He said, do not worry. Do not be anxious about anything. But through prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God that you may have a peace that surpasses human understanding. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. The book of Psalm 34, verse 4, he said, and he delivered me from all my anxious fears. 1 Timothy 1, verse 7 was the first scripture I quoted about fear. He has given us the spirit of some mind or bodies and not of fear. What a fear does that it keeps you in bondage you are afraid to step forward you are afraid to go back you're afraid to do anything you just you are just there stagnant nothing is happening your mates are taking actions or you are just there actions are deliberate doing something for your destiny to amount to something is deliberate but if you live in fear you can you will not be able to fully assess the power of god in you you will not be able to fully assess sound mind you will not be able to fully assess peace you always be at unrest. You're always, yeah, you're always anxious. You're always afraid. Oh my God. Like you are not stable. You are not stabilized. There's this 
there's this imbalance there's this improper fraction in your life sorry to say that you're like you're not balanced you want to go out today you're afraid ah if i enter this bike ah, because i've been involved in serious series of accidents especially when i'm in school probably when i have to do probably when my exams are near or something very 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 important is near you just see myself being involved in sickness one or two things so because of that i got afraid i was like when i'm actually back like this i'm like there's a way i will sit on the bike me and the bike will be dragging for position on the road i was so afraid so many i will take precautions different things i was ah, if i start telling people my mind if i start being straightforward wow would people misunderstand my motive what would they i was anxious but when i remember that i was called be chosen when i remember that i was giving a wet thought tongue when i remember that i am in christ and christ in me is the hope of glory that the mind of he said having now the mind of christ he said live as christ did so i when i discovered that christ lives in me and not me living on my own philippians 1 verse 21 i gave up fear when i realized my identity when i when i Recalled when I remembered what God has called me to, I started walking in that direction, and fear left me. Fear, fear flew as if it it ran out of my life, because I I started applying faith to my destiny. I started telling God, No, Lord, this is what will happen. Yes, I started declaring because King David. In Psalm 34, he made declarations. He said, he had delivered me from all my anxious fears. He said, he has sent his angels on guide over me. I will not dash my feet against the stone. He said, the Lord will supply all my needs. He said, the Lord, he said, young lions will go hungry, but ah, those who are full of God will lack nothing good. And I said, I am full. I started confessing all of these things to my life. I started confessing God's identity. I started confessing his purpose. I started confessing his plans for my life. And my life became better. Fear left me. I cannot walk boldly. I'm no longer shy. I can confront problems. I can confront things. Before I'll be running away from from things that I do not understand. Things that are heavier than me. Things that are bigger than me. I will run away from there. I'll go and hide. But now I can boldly face it. Because after that day... After that reminder, I said, the Holy Spirit told me, said, do not run away from problems anymore. He said, face them. He said, deal with them. And that was how my fear ran out of me. So today, choose to intentionally deal with all your past. De- do intentionally, choose to intentionally deal with all your problems, all the things that has kept you bound from entering into God's true identity for you. Now, fourthly, how I overcame. The first one is, first one here is god's will i decided to yield myself to his will i decided to allow him he said come unto him all you do have labored and a heaven landing i will give you rest and i will give you life he said i will said i will take upon i will take your yoke from you and i will give upon you my yoke which is light and heavy to bear. He said my yoke is gentleness and humility he said, come on to me. So one thing that, like I said before, he said, when you when you, when you you are not intentional, just like the third servant was cast into darkness and Christ has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. If you are not deliberate about our destiny, we will continuously be in pain. We will continuously carry loads that only Christ can give us rest. But once you intentionally tell God, Lord, not my way, but your will be done. Luke 22 verse 42 b Christ said not my way but it will be done so his his purpose his of dying became light on him 
it became because he said i have predestined a path or a road that you should follow before time so christ understood this he said he walked in that path that that's why he said lord your will be done not my will not my will be done so that is what it does Surrendering to God's will makes you become a part of God's will. Christ surrendering to God's will made him a part of God's will that he is seated at the right hand of God today. God wants us to sit in majesty. He wants us to sit in greatness. So that is what God's will does for us. Secondly, the love of God. He said, I have called you into, he said, I have called you with, a marvel, with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. That scripture, after that reminder of who I was in Christ, I remember that scripture. I came to God's presence. I prayed to God. I said, Lord, please. Because my life was becoming better. I started seeing the good relationships I prayed for. I started seeing results of all the prayers I prayed. I just started seeing help, unusual help. I just saw unconditional favor. And I was trying to use my logic or use my emotions again to try and explain everything. But then he told me, he said, I have called you with an everlasting love. He said, therefore, walk in it. So God would want you to walk in all that He has asked, that He has called you into. He wants you to walk into it. He will not want you to try and fathom it or reason it out. No, He wants you to walk in them. It is deliberate. He said that we should walk in them. So you must walk in. He said, I have called it an everlasting love. So I, I began to reflect on God's love. Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2. He said, I am choosing, not forsaking. I am who you say I am. You are predestined, you are prearranged in my life. And it is because of your love. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Those who believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So it is fear that will bring perish to your life. It is fear that will make you feel like you want to perish, you want to die. He said, as many who believe, the opposite of fear is faith. As many who have faith in him will not perish. So if you must live in, in your purpose, if you must be intentional, you must step into God's love for your life. Lastly, is gratitude gratitude first Thessalonians 5 verse 18 look at what the bible said that is 18 let me read it out it said give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you now look we talk about god's will before as the first one he said giving thanks to god being gra- being grateful practicing gratitude in all seasons in all situations is God's will. So remember being allowing God, remember that being in uh, allowing God's will take his place is you becoming part of God's will. Like allowing God's will be done is you becoming a part of his will. So now being a part of his will, you mean that you intentionally walk in his purpose for you because it is his will that we will live a good life according to Ephesians 2 verse 10 that I read you can meditate on that scripture so it is his will that we should live in that and in response to that transformational life in response to that intentionality we must be grateful that this is the will of God for us through Christ in all situations so to deliberately walk in purpose you must live and be a part of God's will in what in gratitude so i just pray that this helps us to step into god's plan for us for our destiny it helps us to step into that we no longer be shy that we no longer allow the past one thing about the one thing that we should do about the past that we should expose it 
you should confess it before God. You should let it go because the more you hold on to it, the more you will have excuses to run back to when when you when you cannot step into your future, when you cannot do something about your destiny. You will have something to cry back to. You have something to go and hold. Say, oh, this is what they did to me. No, but once you expose, once once you let it go, once you let it out and let God. That, that is allowing God's once you let God say not my way but your will be done once you expose it and say Lord this is it I'm tired of it take it I told that man who told me said this is your identity he said you are walking said sometimes you do ask my daughter sometimes you act like you're not my daughter I, he said I told him I said I am tired he said I'm letting it go I must face my problems I must tackle with them I must deal with it and today by God's grace and I believe the Lord is still delivering me still setting me free totally from my past from my fears and I pray the same prayer for you today that Lord will give you the boldness, he will give you the strength to step above mediocrity and above inferiority complex and you will intentionally step into his greatness and purpose for your life in Jesus name now before I go if you want to give your life back to Christ, if you want to rededicate your life back to Christ, please, I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I thank you for another opportunity to be alive. Thank you that you are my Savior and my, my Redeemer. Lord, today I confess my sin that I am a sinner. I come before you to ask for your mercy that you will reconcile me reconcile me back to you that you forgive me my sins cleanse me from all unrighteousness restore to me the joy of your salvation father please erase my name from the book of life i write my name in the book of life father today i choose to walk with you i choose to walk in your light and to walk in the in the deliverance of my soul and in the in, in what in your trail of salvation thank you father thank you for showing me mercy thank you for accepting me back into your kingdom thank you for i now walk in your identity for in jesus name we pray thank you all so much for joining into this podcast god bless you all so much see you next week and remember deliberately step into your identity Get out of your comfort zone, get out of your past, get out of your fears, get out of whatever it is that is holding you back. Step into God's plan for you. And this is the end of our first season of Just Austin's podcast. It's been nice having you guys. God bless you. Goodbye. Love you guys. <laughs>